Empower Radio presents the Dr. Julie Show, all things connected. Break through the illusion of separation, explore the infinite field of possibility, and make connections that inspire. Now, here's your host, Dr. Julie Crawl. Hello and welcome everyone. You're listening to the Dr. Julie Show, all things connected. Each week we gather right here to make connections that break through the illusion of separation. And today is going to be a little different than normal. Are you ready for a positive, creative approach to the barrage of troubling events and negative news? We all could use some relief. As we heal this millennial old wound of separation that we've been living within and move toward unity consciousness and a whole world view, the intensity of our collective shadow and the polarization is profoundly disturbing. We are all looking for ways to be a part of the change and to truly make a difference, but we don't want to fuel the flames of negativity, outrage, violence, and even hatred. So what's to do? They say laughter is good medicine. So I made up a new phrase, comedic activism. This phrase, comedic activism, is what I think a brilliant alternative to the deafening noise of our daily news feeds. Just saying is a comedic public service announcement series featuring actors, comedians, athletes, and public figures speaking out on the issues that matter most to them. Just saying is a fun alternative that gets the message out about equality, justice, care for the environment, and so much more in a fun, engaging, and entertaining way. We are going to share so much more about Just Saying, but first I invite you to take a few deep breaths, bring your awareness into this moment, open your heart and mind, and settle into your essential wholeness as I introduce the creator and director of the project. Brent Bishop is an L.A.-based film director and animator. His work merges beautiful visuals with humor and positive messages. He is the director and creator of the new Just Saying Commuting PSA series that was just released a few weeks ago, and I'm so happy to spread this word and get this series out there. Welcome, Brent. Hi, thank you. You're welcome. Oh, Brent, I'm looking forward to our conversation. Uh, I know it'll be fun. We don't have to, um, you know, follow a script or do anything. We just have to go wherever this conversation leads us today. But I do have a first question, a traditional first question here on the Dr. Julie Show. So I'm going to start with that and see if you could share with our listeners, what does the tagline of this show mean to you? What does all things connected mean to you? Well, um, it brings a couple of things to mind for me. Um, I mean, I, I think, you know, you mentioned it at the top of the show or maybe it was in the, the, the title sequence. I mean, that's film talk, but where there's an illusion of separation. Um, and so I do think of it that way, you know, like the, the idea that we're separate and that we're individuals. I mean, that's, that's like the icing on the cake layer because underneath it all, I mean, you don't think about when you think about like a colony of ants, you don't think about Larry the ant, you know, you think about all of them collectively. And really, I think we are a lot more like that than than we tend to conceive of ourselves, at least 
here and now in you know, Western culture at this time. So I think about the connectivity of all of us, you know, people there, it's easy to think that sometimes things that happen in other places are things that don't happen directly to you might not affect you. Um, or, or me, I guess I could frame it that way. I, you know, I can be subject to that kind of thinking sometimes too, but like, we're really all so connected. And I think of like, you know, if you're at like a party and something happens to someone, like someone falls down and it's not good. What happens in that party? It's not like only the people right there, you know, right next to that person are affected by it. Pretty much the whole party kind of stops and is aware that something is happening, you know, and because we're connected at that level, even if the word takes a few seconds to get out. And so I guess in that sense, I'm, what I'm saying is that the world is one big party like that. And things that happen in other places, the word might take a while to get out, but there is this collective identity and um, a, a collective unity. So we can use our voices and our consciousness and all the best parts of ourselves to foster and nourish that collective whole. You know, that's that's to me what what we're here to do and and, you know, how I want to spend my time. Mm. Brent, I love that. Use our voices and consciousness to really address this. And I think that this is exactly what you are doing. I'm really happy to bring this project forward. And I'm curious if you just start um, maybe our conversation off by just telling us a little more about your story. Um, who is Brent Bishop and how did you get to be this L.A. Um, based film director and animator and 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 then we'll talk about this idea of just saying as it came to you yeah <laughs> it began a long time ago <laughs> um so i grew up in a small town in eastern pennsylvania near the town of allentown near the city of allentown um and uh just from a very early age i just i loved art i loved drawing you know pretty early on people stick crayons into kids' hands. And I just jumped all over that. And so when, when I grew up, you know, a lot of people are still taking pictures with those old 35 millimeter cameras, which you may remember where you advance the film with your, with your thumb and then you snap the pictures and it's on film. And, um, I remember my mom, my mom used to keep it on like a top shelf in the closet. So I couldn't get to it whenever I wanted to, but I would like you know, scheme to get my hands on it. And I used to set up all of my toys like dinosaurs and trucks and cars and all of that. And I didn't realize what I was doing then, but now looking back on it, I was framing shots. So I would set up my toys and I would somehow get my mom's camera and I would snap photos of my toys in these little scenarios. And I would take things like, you know, I, would, I knew where we kept the matches and I knew where my mom kept the hairspray. So I would also like <laughs> <laughs> with like one hand, somehow I would rig it so that I was making like explosions happening with fire and hairspray as I'm taking the pictures too. And so, and then I, I loved Disney and I fell in love with animation early on. And so uh, all of that and music as well, all of that started really early with me. And um, my family was always really supportive about uh, encouraging me to pursue those things and, and making them, you know, within arm's reach for me. And then uh, when it came time for like colleges and career picking, 
Um, I really wanted to do animation, and I was just really looking around for places that have the best animation program. And hands down, what I found was UCLA, um, UCLA's film and television animation department that is now uh, being run by Celia Mercer, um, who's an amazing artist and teacher and administrator as well. So anyway, I ended up going to UCLA, and from that point onward, you know, I was also in love with live action film, and uh, it was it was kind of love at first sight once I really planted myself here in California. I was in San Francisco for quite a long time as well, um, so I, I kind of have like I, I kind of think of all of California as my home. <laughs> mm, nice. So how did you become this? Um activist or this voice for what really matters and then where did this idea for this public service announcement campaign come from yeah well i think i think everybody's voice matters and i think that um i think Voices are especially worthy of sharing and promotion when they're being done from a place of like, you know, compassion and progress and consideration for for other people, you know, because it's easy to get frustrated and angry. I get frustrated and angry, you know, that kind of voice like, you know, sometimes that happens. But the ones that I really feel like promoting are the ones that kind of are about leading us to our highest highest fulfillment. So, um, artistically I've, I've always kind of thought of, because I'm, you know, I do film, I, I do animation. I love sculpting. I'm a multi-instrumentalist with, with music to me, like all of creative expression is kind of one thing. Um, it's just that you've got different tools, whether it be your, your literal voice, you know, or a, a drum set or a camera or a radio program, whatever it is, it's all, it's all one thing. And so um, I, in that sense, I've always kind of considered myself as like a, a funnel or a conduit, you know, it's like a sort of the framing that I think of it in. And um, yeah, I'm, I'm kind of a tool in that sense, in, yeah. in, the, good, in the good sense of being a tool. And uh, so with what attracted me to this particular idea to just say in PSA was that uh, it really came down to the elections in 2016. You know, I had been like, you know, during like the Bush administration. And, and that's also kind of when I was uh, starting to like, not just be a kid, you know, I was starting to like, look around and think about how things affect others and the world and all of that too. I guess I started becoming a little bit more politically and socially and culturally aware in that sense. And it sort of had had some skin in the game as to what happens to other people and their welfare. And uh, in November in 2016, you know, like like the state Pennsylvania where I grew up, it was always like a blue holdout, you know, maybe if it was right at the end, you know, it still kind of come through and 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 end up um, being an important state for the Electoral College and, and a, the a going Democrat, basically. And so <clears throat> I remember just thinking, like, with that election, my my impression is just that, like, there's just a lot of smoke and mirrors, you know, of of suggesting that you've got you've got the the working people, the coal workers, the you know, the, the blue collar industries, this the steel workers, all of this, their benefits in mind, but really like it's it's just kind of it's talk, you know, and um, and I just remember when I was watching 
the states go red on election night, just thinking, oh, people are getting fleeced, you know? And I know not everybody wants to, to, to hear that, you know? Obviously, that's, that's not how a lot of people think of it. But, you know, I think it's important to deliver on your promises, and I don't see that happening. You know, whether or not I agree with the promises that are being offered, to me, objectively, they're not being met, you know? And so I do feel like there's this really kind of, you know, transparent duplicity that's, that was going on. And, and with it, I felt like there was this, uh, sort of oppression and repression of people's voices of saying like, you know, like we've got this, we're in control, sit down, shut up, stay in line. You know, if you're, if you're, um, in media and you're in the West coast, you're Hollywood liberal elite, you know, those, those are the venomous words that could be put on it. And it's just like this idea of, you know, of the press being the enemy of the people, like that's insanity, you know? And so I just started seeing this tendency towards getting everybody to shut up, to just get on the bandwagon and shut up. And I don't think that that's a good thing. You know, my tendency is like, no, I want to hear people's voices, whether or not you agree with me. I want to hear people's voices and I want to hear whatever it is that you feel in a constructive way, you know? And so um, I was really inspired by seeing how comedians and late night hosts, actors were, and other public figures were using their platform to speak their mind, you know, and to, in my mind, to offer ideas and solutions that were for, at least in their opinion, for the benefit of people as a whole, you know? Um, and uh, so I don't agree with every message that I ever hear, of course, but I was really inspired to see that community of talent speaking up. And at that time, I was also in Los Angeles starting to reach out and make more connections in the comedy world. And so that, you know, the idea kind of came to me kind of in a flash with the title and everything, you know, of just like, okay, I'm making these connections. There's all these amazing, um, you know, comedians and actors and public figures that have something to say. And I know that I'm, I've got the I've got an ability to create these beautiful little worlds that um, are like basically a great soapbox stand, you know, for these messages. And so with a little bit of like uh, thinking and refining, the idea just came up to like to create this beautiful little soapbox where people who've got something to say and have an audience, people that look up to them and want to hear what they think, maybe even outside of their chosen craft, um, that they have a place where they can share their message. So it's not me that picks these topics. Um, inevitably I'm either a start out as being aligned with them or, you know, during the process of the shoot, I'm kind of like, Oh, I see why you care about this, you know? Mm -hmm. So it's not me that picks the topics. Um, it's, it's each host of the PSA that, that picks what they want to talk about. And so we collaborate together to figure out the best, the funniest way of doing that. And as you were saying, I also feel like comedy is just uh, such a great and beautiful way of expressing ideas and of sort of like getting past the critical voice, you know? So that way we're all just like having, having fun because I feel like, uh, you know, the, the, the toolbox of oppression is anger and hatred and isolation and, and depression and all of this kind of things. And that's not my toolbox, you know, like, even though I get angry and frustrated, like, I, I know I can't do something useful or constructive from that, you know? So that's, that's where it's coming from with, with comedy and with why there's such a diversity of messages and talent 
and even like, uh, you know, professional disciplines that are part of the project. Yeah, it, it is brilliant, Brent. It's genius. You've done an amazing job. And so just for the benefit of, of those listening, that they, they might find something about equality, civil rights, um, healthcare, homelessness, poverty, environment. There's all kinds of topics because you've invited the talent to create their own message around their issues that matter. And it's so it's brilliant. The other thing that I really like, and I'd love to hear you um, speak as if I'm curious if this is intentional, that these beautiful little soapbox videos, and these are public service announcement videos, not audio. So they're fun, they're engaging, they're creative, they're colorful, they're, you've done an amazing job with set and wardrobe and, and all of that. But you. you're welcome. These beautiful little soap boxes. Uh, to me, I hear them offering ideas and solutions in the fun. Like there's, it's not just, I want to complain about what's not working. I want to complain about women's rights. I want to, it, it really does take a fun, engaging approach and then literally kind of sprinkles in very quietly solutions in, in really inviting people into action. Is that, is that an intention? Is that oh yeah. Purpose? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I, I, I think that, I guess I take it as a compliment that you don't know if it's an intention, which means that there's some subtle artistic crafting going on. But yeah, I very much want them to, rather than being rants, I want them to be calls to action. And, um, and you know, like I, I also have, I, I like dark comedy, you know, and I, I have a morbid sense of humor at times too. And so they're also a little bit snarky. So there's some elements of rants <laughs> because it acknowledges that like, this is things that are going on are frustrating. So they do have like a bit of, um, you know, uh, a flow to them, you know, where you kind of set up what in comedy you might call the game, you know, for example, in one of my very favorite ones, uh, an amazing comedian and actor named Nina Tar, she is, uh, Iranian. And, um, basically a lot of times in her life, she has found that people will just say crazy racist things to her, just assuming that she's a white American woman, they'll, she'll just, they'll just say anti-Muslim things to her and she'll just be like, what, you know? And, uh, and so in hers and, and she was just, her point was that like, um, that Muslim people on the whole are just being villainized through these really making scary stories up about them. So we, we came up with the idea of like, you know, with some talking of like, Oh, let's, let's tell it like you're a kid in a tent in like a fort, you know, like at a slumber party with a flashlight on your face, telling scary stories. But the real scary story is making people hate each other for no reason. Right. So it kind of starts with the, the game where we, we see this little world, whatever world it is that, you know, that we come into, they all have this, like that old sort of kitschy gimmick that I love. It's almost like we're, the talent is just doing whatever. And then, I'll, oh, I didn't notice you there, you know, to the camera kind of thing. They don't say <laughs> that, but that's, that's the sort of the ploy that I think is fun. Um, and then they, they share their message. It's like, they kind of share the problem that they, that they're faced with the thing that keeps them up at night or that makes them want to share a message. And then it always has to come down to something that we can do about it. Whether it's as simple as talking to people uh, you know, in a way that includes listening, 
or whether it's like, you know, Kyle Kinane in his message brunch for the hungry was just like, we throw away so much food. Like don't throw away your leftovers, get a, get a little to go box, leave it out for somebody that's hungry. Like, you know, you may be done with your food, but doesn't mean your food's not, that means your food's done, you know? So there's always a call to action. And then they all end with the catchphrase, just saying, you know, it all has that little tag at the end. So that's kind of like the, of the, of each one. So there is a structure and that's, I think one of the things that lends a little bit of artistic cohesion to a series where each, each one has a different host and a different world and has a different thing to say. Yeah. And it is brilliant. It feels cohesive, but there are so many fun ones. I, you said one of your favorites, the Nina Tar one. Another one of my favorites is, um, well, I'm, I like every one of them so far. So I like, I'm getting you excited about, all. I'm going to collect them all. And I like sit and wait for the next one to be released. Mm. I can't wait to see yeah. Me too. <laughs> these, these next ones like hurry up, hurry up because your website literally has, um, the beginning of yeah. what you have shot, but then some of them you can't access yet, but you're seeing these amazing photos that are such teasing. But another one that I really like, which is a call to action right now, which to me makes so much sense right now is Brandy Posse on Posey, um, yeah. walking her dog Posey. Tell yeah. us about that one. Yeah. Well, um, with, without getting to and you know without robbing the viewer of the experience of seeing yeah, it basically do what that. it comes down <laughs> basically what it comes down to is she's talking about simple activism you know i mean it's it's sometimes it feels like shouting out into a, a dark void when you want to think about calling a senator or something like that and like who knows how much each specific word you say is really being weighed but we do see that they are listening to volume you know, and so I think I mean Brandy is a, a, a comedian, and her voice as a writer, I like it because it just kind of it's like a just clips you in the chin. You know, you're not you're not even <laughs> expecting where she's coming from, and uh, and then so that's one of the beauties of comedy is like before you even know what has hit you, a new idea is in your head. So she has this idea of like you know if you want to be active, I think hers is called dog walk activism. If you want to, if you want to take a part and be active, get a dog because you got to walk them every day. And that's when I call my senators, you know, on Monday, I'm calling my local reps on Tuesday. Maybe I'm calling my state senator, you know, on Wednesday, the, the U.S. senator. So she just she's just kind of, I think, underlining a point, which is like you don't have to take huge chunks out of your day or even your, you know, your emotional real estate to get a little bit involved and let your voice be heard. Um, I know that one of the things I've been posting on social media is as I call um, senators, I post how long it took. So for example, during the Kavanaugh nominations that have been happening for the Supreme Court justice opening, um, you know, I see a lot of lists that say, these are the six senators that you ought to call. And if you look at the Just Say PSA Instagram and or any of our social media, you can see the lists with those phone numbers. I called all six, right? It took me six minutes. That was that was all of that was that whole list, and it took me six minutes to do it. So I shared um, the, a very simple message just to let them know, you know, a little tally. Someone called and said this, and it took like no time. You know, I've done it while I've been like, you can do it while you're waiting for your your car ride to come or whatever it is. You know. Yeah. So that's Some... that's the point of hers, I think, is how simple engagement can be. Yeah. And so, so you're right. Then this call to action is really clever 
in this video. It is really funny and you use technology in a funny way in it. Oh yeah. And I'm not going to give that away for the viewer as well, because we're going to encourage everyone to go to just say and find out for themselves how entertaining these PSAs are. So we're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we're going to talk so much more about this new public service campaign called just saying. We'll be right back. Meditation Channel, nonstop meditation music 24 hours a day in the new Empower Radio app. Music to empower your meditation, help you relax, sleep, or provide a calm background while you work. The Empower Meditation Channel is interruption free. Listen now with the Empower Radio app, free in the App Store, or listen online at empower.fm. Soothe your soul, calm your mind. The Empower Meditation Channel. I don't believe it. My savings are gone. They're gone. You're kidding. Nope, they're gone. They're gone, gone. Okay, all right. Think about it. Where did you have them last? I remember I was home, then I took them, and then I spent them on that vacation to Aruba. Then I bought this miniature suit of armor I saw in the in-flight magazine. And that's the last you saw of your savings? Yes. This is so weird. I know, right? Weird? Uh, not really. Not saving now means no money later. You'd be surprised how quickly a little money from every paycheck can really add up. Put away a few bucks, feel like a million bucks. For free ideas and easy ways to save, go to feedthepig.org. That's feedthepig.org. The armor is cool, though. Oops. I think I broke its gauntlet. You broke my favorite part. This message brought to you by the American Institute of Certified Public Accountants and the Ad Council. Hi, I'm Kelly Clarkson, and I've toured the country dozens of times, and there's one thing every state has in common, childhood hunger. The sad truth is that 17 million kids don't know where their next meal is coming from, or if it's even coming at all. Yet there are billions of pounds of surplus food around the country at farms and warehouses that could help end this injustice. But all that food is useless if it doesn't get where it needs to go. That's why the Feeding America Nationwide Network of Food Banks gathers surplus food and gets it to hungry kids before it goes to waste. But they can't do it without your help. Join me in supporting Feeding America and your local food bank. Find out how at feedingamerica.org. Together we can solve hunger. Together we're Feeding America. To help solve hunger in your community and to find your local food bank, visit feedingamerica.org. That's feedingamerica.org. Brought to you by Feeding America and the Ad Council. Hey, Dad, how do you throw a curveball? How do you build a fort? How do refrigerators run? How do fish learn how to swim? Kids ask a lot of questions. How high can you jump? But you don't have to know every answer. How many phone numbers are there? Because you don't have to be perfect to be a perfect parent. How do cell phones work? There are thousands of children in foster care who don't need every question answered. What's electricity? They just need you. What's the moon made of? For more information on how you can adopt, go to AdoptUSKids.org. A public service announcement from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, Adopt U.S. Kids, and the Ad Council. You 
found in Power Radio. It's like sunshine for your soul. Now, back to the Dr. Julie Show, all things connected on Empower Radio. Welcome back. Hey, if you're inspired by our conversation today, I invite you to share it with others and maybe even listen to it again. You can do that by visiting my website at thedrjulieshow.com where you'll find the archive links as well as a listing of upcoming guests. Again, that's thedrjulieshow.com. Also stay connected all week on our Facebook page, All Things Connected with Dr. Julie, where we continue the conversation. I'm here today with Brent Bishop, director and creator of the Just Saying PSA campaign. You can find this campaign at justsayinpsa.com. That's J-U-S-T-S-A-Y-I-N-P-S-A. Dot com. All the social media is right um, along that same line, just saying PSA, no hyphen. And Brent, right before the break, we were talking about some of our favorites and, and, and how these are unrolling. And I want to just kind of broaden it for our listeners here because you're covering all kinds of topics on your website. One of the things I appreciate is there's this list of things we like and -hmm. things we don't like, which cover really a lot of what's on people's minds right now. I mean, we're seeing things with, with, um, you know, everything from affordable healthcare to LGBTQ rights to, you know, civil liberties. So tell us a little more of, of how broad do you go and um, what topics are you covering? Where, where are you at? Um, so I, I haven't actually put any limits on how broad it can go because, um, you know, this is a carefully uh, crafted balance between insane free-for-all and uh, measured careful messaging, you know? <laughs> And that's kind of how I like my art, you know, a little, a little crazy, a little uh, refined. And so, and it, again, it's very much for me about amplifying voices. So there are, there are some that are going to speak directly right at those topics that, that you were um, talking about. And there are other, there's going to be some that are just in there as like a palate cleanser that are just, just for fun. You know, like for example, um, Pete Garcio has one that's coming up soon talking to restaurants about, Hey, stop making house catch up. It's gross, you know? And so there's like, I'm not putting a limit on what these can be for the most part. They do tend to have powerful sociopolitical messaging, but the spirit of the whole thing is that we can have fun while making change. So I haven't really, you know, the, the only limits on it are what I are like, what I can post and promote within my conscience, you know, like, and other than that, the beauty of it to me is that the, the artists, the talent are coming with ideas that I wouldn't have thought of and that I, now I care about, you know, once, once they, once they bring it to my attention, you know? Mm. And, um, so, I mean, I think you've actually been doing quite a fine job of, of enumerating all of the things that we're, we're talking about. Um, because there's like, there's really just so many places that we can that we can address and things that we can do. And I feel like as long as we keep it fun and positive and inclusive, there doesn't really have to be a limit about what we are or are not talking about too. And I don't see any of these things just getting resolved in the next year or something like that. So I'd like to take a kind of patient approach to like, Hey, there's, there's room for some fun as long as we keep our foot on the, on the gas moving forward, you know? 
I don't know if that really answered your question, but those yeah, were words. Yeah, it does. I said. And yeah, thank you. And keeping your foot on the gas, how how many have you already filmed, and how many more do you think you're just going to keep going? Yeah, I'm just going to keep going. Um, uh, there's definitely there are more than have been released. I I'm trying to like stay ahead of the of the curve, right? So that uh, I always. I have a little treasury that I can keep keep releasing too. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I don't know. That's part of the, the I'm one of the other beauties of this project is that like, I mean, on, in one sense, I'm designing it, but in the other sense, I'm discovering it. you know, like i'm I'm kind of the first viewer um, in in a lot of respects. so so I don't really know. Um, I'd like to make many of them, you know, like I would love to, for there to be no less than a hundred of them, you know. Um, and uh, and I I guess I'm the first person who gets to see just how far they go, how many people they reach, and how many topics they cover, and how many we make. I love that. How do you find your artists and talent? You you have a lot of connections there. Are you just right now working with people you know? Or are you actively searching for others to come work on the project with you? Um, all of it, but primarily it's it's not actually. I mean, a lot of these people I'm, I'm meeting by doing this project, you know? Mm -hmm. So, um, I definitely like, you know, there's, there's part of what I do. That's like the, uh, the, the, you know, the, the basketball coach scout that's going to high schools and checking out, you know, seeing who's out there, what the talent is. There are, um, artists that I just love and respect or public figures that I want to hear from. And I'll just kind of find my way to reaching out to them, you know? Mm -hmm. And, uh, so for the most part, um, it's not like, you know, friends that are already like coming over for lunch. I'm, I'm thinking about who would be great to share a message. Um, and then also the, the other lovely thing that is happening and will continue to happen hopefully more and more is that people are also finding me and, um, saying, Hey, I, these are some things I care about. I'm interested in, in doing one too. So hopefully as the word continues to, to get out there, there'll be more and more of a, of a community where people are commenting on and talking about it and where people are reaching out to me. I'm definitely getting some people are like, I want you to talk about this you know, even just viewers that are <laughs> reaching out and, and throwing ideas at me, you know, and I don't expect to get everything right. Like for example, um, we released one from an awesome comedian and actor, Jay Larson. He had a uh, swimming in plastic, the one where he's in the kiddie pool with the, uh, with the swimming with all the plastic bottles. Yeah. Um, and he had mentioned, um, forgive me if I get the exact number wrong, but like it's some, some millions of plastic water bottles that Americans throw away every year, like a horrifying number of plastic bottles, you know, whatever it was, maybe it was like 38 millions. I can, I can look, but I won't right now. Anyway. So in uh, the LA weekly uh, magazine did a newspaper periodical, they did an article on us and they fact checked us, you know? And so, um, I got a message that was saying, Hey, this number isn't right. And I was thinking, Oh no, we, we said, we said too much. Like we made it seem, you know, like it's like it's this terrible problem that's not, you know, we over exaggerated it, right? Turns out it wasn't, you know, 72 million or whatever. It was 72 billion billion. Oh so yeah. So um, but the nice thing about that is like I don't expect to get everything right all of the time, but the idea is that this is a community building project. So it's hopefully self-correcting in that sense too. And I love 
hearing from people. I love hearing ideas. I love hearing about things that could be better. And I definitely love it um, when people are like, hey, I know this person or I, I am, you know, interested in, in doing something too, you know? Nice. Yeah. Yeah. So some of our listeners, they may know someone right now who has that edge of celebrity about them and, and has a hot button that they want to talk about. They can go ahead and get hold of you as yeah. well. So yeah. Brent, what matters most to you? What are some of your hot topics? Uh-huh. Um, well, really this idea of people speaking up is part of it. Like speak, speaking up yeah. in a constructive way, this sense of, um, of, of community building, because like I, one of my biggest values is, is open mindedness. Um, and not to say that I'm like a blemishless angel in this respect. Um, but I, I really, really value the idea of accepting that you're wrong sometimes or that I'm wrong, you know, and that, or that I don't have the whole picture and that there's just so much to learn for the rest of my life. There's so much to learn, you know, and I, I love cultivating that in myself and promoting that with others as well. So that's a, that's a big one. And you see that in the spirit of this project, but also just in pragmatic terms, I, uh, I definitely like the, the plastic waste is like horrifying to me. Just like, you know, blood runs cold when I, when I just see like recyclables being thrown in the garbage, you know, that's because mm -hmm. the planet has a fixed size, you know, and we don't seem to like be interested in not making more humans. So we, we get to be conscious about how we use our waste because that's inevitable too, but we can be better about it all the time. You know, there's going to be solutions tomorrow that aren't even here today. So that's one. I'm very passionate about art, art making, the value of art making and how important it is in education, how important it is for, you know, if you want someone to be a great scientist, put in a musical instrument in their hands when they're super young. And then once they've had fun with that, put another musical instrument in their hands, you know? And I know for me, my whole life really opened up. Um, I'm going to give a shout out to Mrs. Fischel, my kindergarten through fifth grade art teacher. Um, like really she was so in encouraging. I mean, I was at an age where it's not like she was like teaching me how to do underpainting of skin tones. You know, it wasn't about that. It was about expression. And it's just so important because it, it opens your mind, you know, even to empirical sciences and stuff like that, you know? Um, so that's really big for me. And, um, and you know, this is kind of an oddball, but orangutans, they're, you know, like our, our little hairy orange brothers and sisters of the forest. I, uh, they just get me. And I like, there's so mm -hmm. few of them. It's emblematic of like wanting to be a custodian for the environment and to care for the other animals are out there too. But in particular, orangutans. Oh, those are three beautiful causes. I love all three. I love the art piece because you are, you're, you're, you're fulfilling one of mine, which is in alignment with yours, of, of using the arts to evolve consciousness on the planet. And here you are. You're asking us to wake up a little bit. You're asking us to take action. You, you know, and so speaking of that call to action piece and, and how potent these pieces can be, you also have a resource page yeah. on the website. And what's your plan with the resource page? I can see it continuing to grow as you come up with topics and themes where people can come back and say, do you need some 
are you looking for someone who's dealing with homelessness and poverty check here or, or whatever that might be you have several different categories right now tell us about the resource page yeah so the resource page i mean it's right now it's exactly that you know people these psas they're deliberately brief you know so that they're just you can pop them in your mouth like a little breath freshener and move on to the next thing, whether that's another PSA or the next thing you have to do in your day. But hopefully they're stimulating the desire to learn a little bit more about these things. So, you know, we've got all kinds of um, great organizations that you can you can check out right from our resources page. And so there's a bunch of different topics like equality and civil rights and anti-discrimination. So, you know, we've got like 20 great organizations that you can, their websites are right there that you can, you can, like click go right to the website of the American Civil Liberties Union, the ACLU from our website or from the Southern Poverty Law Center uh, or Youth Radio and all, great a lot of great organizations where if you want to know more about what we're talking about or you want to know where some of these numbers are that are being mentioned in the PSAs or even if you're like, that doesn't sound right, I need to do a little bit more thinking. And here's the other thing too is that um, – Again, the comedy piece is so important, but like there are times where people just need real help. You know, they they want real information about what can I do about depression, about the mental health issues that are real for me right now. And I'm not laughing, you know, like I need yeah. information or I'm being discriminated at work and I can't afford a lawyer. I don't know where to look for lawyers. Who's who's on my side, you know, hopefully um, or like and whatever it is, you know, like people that are feeling isolated, you know, and in, in the whatever community it, it may be. Um, it's a growing list of places where you can get real information, real help, uh, real numbers and hopefully like more more dialogue as well. Yeah, I think it's an important piece here. I'm, I really appreciate that you have created that right there on the website. And it, you know, it's, it says a lot about the intention under this campaign. It's not just to um, create fun art. It really does serve an important purpose. So, so saying that, I don't know if you've heard of the term BHAG that people use, but what is your big, hairy, audacious goal? for this campaign? Oh, mm-hmm. Hmm. Mm. Yeah. Um, okay. I guess there's sort of the, the intangible spiritual component. <clears throat> and then there's some practical things too. Like I cannot wait to have to hit a million viewers for this by this Thanksgiving. I would love to hit a million viewers and I would love to have some household names in the project. You know, people that, everybody knows and that a lot of people look up to um, even if it's like uh, you know demographics that I'm not necessarily a part of you know like I, I probably I can't name every athlete that's super hot right now but a lot of people can so I'd love to get some household names that are in there too because I I don't want to be preaching to the choir with this you know I want it to be inclusive um, and so so there's you know the 20 or to hit a million viewers, Thanksgiving nice. to have some household names because I feel like from there we can really continue to grow. And now in the like the more intangible sort of spiritual component, it comes down to that cultivating that spirit of open-mindedness, of like a fluidity and care with communication. And and it comes down to like changing hearts and minds, you know, not necessarily changing them to what I want people to think, you know, um, because I've changed what I think 
by exposure to new ideas through this, you know, it's more just like that willingness to change when change is what's called for. Oh, that was good. I'm just going to applaud myself. That was, that was my best moment in this whole interview right now. <laughs> I love it. I love it. <laughs> and it was good. I agree yeah. with you. I agree with you. But I love your I, your your reaction to it. <laughs> I, I didn't know where it was going, but it landed. It, I stuck the landing there. <laughs> oh, perfect. Brent, you, you've really stuck the landing on these. The, the whole campaign is, is the same way. It's like, wow. Um, you know, I'm... I'm wondering, you, you pose this from this place of wanting to hear people's voices, that the oppression and repression of people's voices is not okay. And, and so you're inviting and, you know, you, you even declare that your voice is important. What can people do? So this is a two-part question or comment that's coming out. I don't know what's coming out. I think it's a question, but you um your model of inviting everyone into their voices is an important model on our planet right now of us understanding so this is the comment first we understand that what's moving us is ours to do that i'm not going to do the orangutans but i have a friend who's going to do the white lions and she's out there protecting and speaking for the white lions on the planet right now. I have another friend who's speaking and protecting the trees and, and really inviting people into reforestation and, and, you know, really looking at trees. So we all have something that pushes our button that's ours uniquely mm -hmm. to stand up to speak for to protect and to you know to really become this advocate and activist for yeah. so when i um when i say that we have a lot of listeners who are really evolutionary leaders visionary leaders who are out there being activists what can our listeners today do to help you support this campaign yeah. Thank you for that question. Um, I think it's, it's the simplest answer is to watch the PSAs, to comment on them, and most importantly of all, to share them with people. You know, that's because I'm, I'm one person. The talent pool um, of comedians, actors, athletes, public figures, they're however many people. It's a small thing. The, the people that we each know, okay, that's a bigger community. But when everybody shares a little shares it, that's when it can really grow. And I think what you were speaking to in your comment, what that lights up for me too, is like, yeah, you're, you're right for, for me, it's a, it's orangutans or whatever, you know, <laughs> a variety of things. Um, and there's the white lions and uh, for other people, it's uh, Islamophobia, you know, reproductive rights, whatever it may be. The thing that brings it together is this, it's this willingness to speak up and do something because, you know, there's there's always going to be a bottomless list of things that can improve. And when we get something to a certain level of improvement, now we can see how we can make it better. And the comedy piece is there to make that not feel desperate or hopeless. Right. That's that's like a great thing that we always have room to improve. But the overall spirit is this idea of like, yeah, we're going to step into change by stepping into change, you know, by, by having that willingness to do that. Um, and so that's why I think sharing these 
is so is so valuable because the project's not about me. You know, it's not even about uh, the com- the individual comedians or talent or whatever. It's not about that specific issue they're talking about. I mean, it is, but there's also this bigger thing of like, we are going to come together as one planet and we are going to improve, you know? Um, and we do it through communication, you know? And, uh, for me, at least the way I see it is like you, we do it through creativity. That is like the innovative form of communication, right? That's how you get someone moving, um, including yourself. So watch the videos comment on the videos so that way it's it's not a one-way street and share the videos share the project and the social media messages and uh let, let me know what you think you know and that way that you know maybe you find in your life it opens up a another outlet of how you can express the things that you care about too um because i'm listening to people it's opening up those outlets for me so hopefully it can do the same with others as well yeah i'm going to share them i'm going to share them not only on social media but i'm sharing them on the good of the whole website i'm gonna i'm gonna subscribe i don't think i hit subscribe to the channel yet but i i just want to reinforce this um idea to our listeners that the more you go on watch them comment subscribe i'm, I'm not telling <laughs> i have this podcast person who is the funniest, most unlikely person to have big name guests on his podcast. Mm -hmm. But because he has several hundreds of thousand views and subscribers and people that are tuning into the show, the podcast show, he's snagging the most amazing guests on his show. So that's how it works. So you know, after this show, go check out just say NPSA.com. Click on all of them. You're going to love it. You're going to watch them all at once. And then you're going to be like me salivating for the next one to be released <laughs> yeah. because they're yeah. so cool. Can yeah. I say one more thing about that? Yeah, you know, I'll, let me check myself. Cause I think I can also, there's a, there's an even more honest version of that last, the, all of that I just said there, which is also that like, I know what my strengths are, you know, um, I can make beautiful things and, um, and I can work with talent. I'm a good director. You know, I am a like shivering fawn that has just been born and has trembling legs and is brand new when it comes to reaching out to people and getting, and having that share component happen. Like I'm stepping into even being a beginner when it comes to like social media and sharing and all that. So I need help there. I'm just, I'll be real about that. I'm a good director. I am brand new at trying to really share people in a big, big way. So like, I know people are great at that and they're passionate about that. And if you, if you care about these topics or even these kinds of topics, or even just this spirit of change, like help me, please, please help me. Um, I'm learning from people that know how to do this too. And I'm always happy to have the help of people that know how to share things, you know, like, and, and people are great at that. So that's I'm that's a spot that as I'm trying to grow in and that's where people can really help this project and hopefully that spirit of willingness to change and step up. Yeah, beautiful. Beautiful plea there. And and I agree, you can't even find Brent on Facebook if you look up his name. You're you can now. You can it. now. Oh I'm yay. It's, it's, I'm I'm working on it, but like <laughs> 
<laughs> okay, well, I want to tag you personally as the creator and director. So um, I need to make sure I find you on Facebook. And I've been tagging now just saying PSA Facebook page as well. And you're on Twitter and you're on YouTube. So um, this is giving yeah. Instagram. Anything else? Um, no, I think you 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 got it there for right now, you know, for right now. That's that's what's up. In Instagram, okay. we also have some special features that are different that you don't see in other places too. Fun stuff. Oh, I haven't been there yet. So now I'm going to go there right after yeah. this show. Thank you for for letting us know that. Okay, Brent, three minutes left in the show. I'm wondering, didn't it go by fast? Is it there did. anything more that you want to say to our listeners and friends out there today that you haven't been able to say? Mm, okay. I'm going to use a few seconds of those three minutes to come up with a good answer for that. <laughs> hmm. Yeah, you know, I, I think like um, all I would say is the, is the things that I've been discovering through doing this project and just, you know, the experience of the past year and some change is that like I have got to really look at how it's not about me. You know, I do have talents and skills. I'm a passionate user and cultivator of those talents and skills. Um but it's, it's not about me, you know, like I have seen no evidence of how the world or any individual's life is any better when the spirit is of isolation and repression, you know, even if that somehow is putting more money into someone's bank account, the quality of life goes down when we're not being one people, you know? And so, uh, and I'm part of that too. So it comes back around to it. Then it is about you because we're all one thing as, as your, the title of your show says. So that spirit of openness and the unique voice that everybody has, you know, it's an all hands on deck situation, whether it's the, uh, you know, a, a, a March that's fighting for a certain thing or just being here trying to figure out why we're here and what the best version of ourselves in it's all hands on deck. Everybody's invited and that openness and creativity and inclusion is, is, is what's up. And it comes with a certain amount of like taking your immediate concerns out of the equation. Mm. Awesome. Brent, this has been really delightful for me to bring this creative project forward and support you in this way. And I've really enjoyed our conversation today. Thank you so much for being with us today. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's you that's doing me the favor, I think. So thank you. I, I right back at you. Oh, alrighty. Alrighty. And remember, you know, if you're listening today and this conversation has touched you in any way and, and, this topic is moving you just like Brent said, it's time for you to use your voice. Go check out that website, just saying PSA.com. And there's so much more that you can do. And I want to leave you with a thought about humor, about laughter. Irma Bombeck said, there's a thin line that separates laughter and pain, comedy and tragedy, humor and hurt. And these times of great social pain, environmental tragedy, and cultural healing call for more laughter. Laughter heals all wounds. No matter what we may be going through, laughter makes us forget about our problems, even if just for a moment. Ellen DeGeneres says, 
If we're destroying our trees and destroying our environment and hurting animals and hurting one another and all that stuff, there's got to be a very powerful energy to fight that. I think we need more love in the world. We need more kindness, more compassion, more joy, more laughter. You've been listening to the Dr. Julie Show, All Things Connected. Thank you so much for tuning in with us today. And remember, together, we are creating connections for the good of the whole. Until next time, I'm sending you a world of love. Bye for now.